Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. That's right. We are back. It is Monday morning, November 7th. Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fans. Get our heads right as best we can. End of the year here on Ben and Woods. Yeah, we've got a few weeks left, certainly. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Pauly. Sure does feel like the countdown is on. It does, man. The, the time change, certainly. Uh, we can get into all that. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, also here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning, and good point. I look outside, and there's the hint of uh, light this morning, which you don't... Hey, that's the uh, positive. The negative was like 5.30 yesterday, and it was like completely dark already, and oh, I, I know that it. I loved it. people oh, struggle with that, oh, actually, so Woods. Much. I know you like it, oh. but most people... Go, where's my daylight? Oh. I'm not ready for it to be nighttime oh. at 5.30 in the afternoon. I loved it. But for those who get up a little bit earlier and are waking up and you get a 6 o'clock alarm clock set to Ben and Woods and you wake up and it's not totally dark, you actually can see some light. That's a nice That's a nice aspect of the time change. I'm I'm with everyone. I say let's let's forget about changing the clocks at all. Let's just stay on one time all year. 
Split the difference. Just do a half an hour one way or another. We'll just be a half hour off everyone else. Both my kids were wiped out last night at like 5.30, which was fantastic. 5.36, put them right to bed, you know, I, I and I looked up. And, you know, for me, it's we never get – I don't get to stay up late because you got to get up early for the gig. And so when I got them both down, I looked at my phone. It was 7 o'clock. I was like, oh, yes. Like it felt so good to have a couple of hours to watch the new episode of White Lotus that dropped, which I did. Such a good show. Um, and, and you know, I feel, I feel very well rested this morning. Very well rested. So the, uh, we, I, had a, I had a really interesting weekend, I would say. Interesting is probably the right word. Uh, we had Taylor, my son's second birthday party, which went off without a hitch. It was great. And, uh, you know, turned two years old. He's a sweet, sweet little boy. And was a, you know, ter- bit of the nightmare, terrible twos have, have kicked in a little bit. But, you know, we've we've been through those battles before with our almost five-year-old nightmare. Um, I think they're both homesick from school today, so that's super. Both got the hacking cough, the snotty nose, that bit, which means it's coming for me, which means it's coming for my wife. Um, but yesterday, uh, my folks took off yesterday morning. And me, Taylor, and Bo are lying in bed on a Sunday morning, the day of his birth, and we are cuddling. I got one on either side, and we're watching, what were we watching? A movie. We were, actually, we were watching like a, a documentary on sea animals, and they were all into it. And we're just cuddled up under the covers, a little cold. It was perfect. It was a perfect, perfect moment. Now then my phone goes off, and it's a FaceTime from my missus. And she's panicked. She's in the other room holding our giant, giant orange cat that I got for her almost a decade ago when we met. She goes, something's wrong with orange. And I said, okay. And she goes, we need to take him to the vet. And I said, okay, let's do it. And I said, all of us? And she says, yes, everyone come in here. So I got my clothes on. I got ready. I went into the other room. And she's sitting there. No one else has changed. The kids are in their PJs. She's in her PJs. And I'm like... You just want me to take him. Yeah, she goes, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> right? So I go, okay. So I wrapped the little guy up in a blanket. And by little guy, I mean giant, obese whale. Orange cat. Yeah, giant, obese, morbidly <laughs> obese cat. And I get him in the car, and I take him down to the vet, the same place I took my beloved. I'm not a cat. <laughs> he is a cat. He's, he is the same, same size as me. Um, and I took him to an emergency vet, actually down by your house, Benny. And... Then I got to play the game of either pay us $6,000 or you'll never see your cat again, (laughs) which is always a really, really fun game to play. Now, let me preface all of this saying I'm not complaining. That job that they do is remarkable. It's remarkable. I have the utmost respect for vets, and they are such kind and caring people. The entire staff there was kind and caring. Take the uh, cat in, and apparently, so we recently reacquired Hannah's German Shepherd, uh, Django. So he's back in the house. It was with her brother in Nashville, but her brother's on tour, so we got the dog back, who is a big stressor for the cat. Is this all making sense? And the cat gets stressed out, and he can't go pee-pee. And he gets blocked, and he there's blood in the sink and crystallized urine in the sink. So that's he has a UTI, but he's blocked. He can't go to the bathroom, which can shut his kidneys down, et cetera, et cetera. Hence the tune of $6,000. So they uh, take him in. They give him a, a little shot to kind of calm him down. And he wasn't 
you know, but it was like, hey, let's let's ease his pain a little bit. So I give him a shot, take some blood. They're going to do some some tests. So I'm holding him like a baby in my in my in my little pothole here, and I'm rubbing him. All of a sudden, he goes, and is he's hanging from my middle finger of my right hand, four teeth, teeth right in there. He bit my finger to the bone, to the bone. Blood is squirting out, and and I go, I uh, I go f as loud as I could. Three nurses run in. Is everything okay? And I'm like, no. And there's blood. I mean, my hand is covered in blood. And they're like, oh my god. Uh, okay, let us bring you some stuff. So I'm like dressing my wound in there, and it's awful. So then she goes, well, we'll be right back with the estimate. And I go, what are we looking at here? She tells me, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's it sounds like a lot, but, you know, once the cat gets back to healthy and gets back to its full-time job and earning its salary, I'm sure you'll make it up later on. I mean, the cat's got a pretty good job, I would take it. Yeah, I'm taking this out of his trust fund, and then he can just replenish <laughs> See, that, that later. That's always the, that's hard, the worst that's part. That's always the hard part, because you know any money spent on the pet... Is always straight down the drain. Oh, There's, it's a loss. You're, you're it's never just making a net loss. You're never making that back in no anything at all. I so. mean, unless like unless somebody wants to sign him to like a multi-year commercial deal, where they're like, we're going to give you guys fifty the 000. new Purina yes. cat. Hey, is your cat also a morbidly obese hog uh, that's quite violent as well? Here's the new Purina cat. We made fifty thousand dollars. It's not the case. So. So the worst part was I'm sitting in there and I'm having to now be the intermediary between the vet and my wife. And I, look, man, I'm a softy at heart. I don't know if it was if it, I'm. She goes, well, Hannah goes, well, what would you do? I go, well, I would pay to keep him alive. Well, That's I, what pets we do. are part of the family, of so you he's know, our I think angel. the instinct is I would pay anything because he's part of my family. But at at some point, you have to. I mean, there is everyone has a price. Oh, it's going to be two hundred thousand dollars to yeah. save the cat. What's the number? Sorry, I mean, it's just not going to happen. But the worst part was this. So I'm sitting there and I go, "Oh, when she and here's the deal. They laid it out and she in detail. And I go, I get it. Everything she said made sense to me. It wasn't like we're going to fly in a specialist uh, from the moon. And I, like I looked at it and I go. This all makes sense. You're there wasn't test- like a five hundred dollar charge for gauze. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it all makes sense. But it's just the weird. It's almost ra- it's almost ransom esque, where they're like, it's tough. Six thousand dollars. It's, it's tough dies. though because you know. What do I say? What am I? Okay, play. I always say fast forward the tape. What do I do? Oh, it's six grand. Just put him down. I'll just wait for his ashes. <laughs> like, what is it? And then if it was forty five hundred. We could talk. If but. I came home. And Hannah goes, well, where is he? What happened? I go, oh, I put him down. Well, it was $6,000. She's going to be like, you just put our... Didn't try to negotiate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I just go, I go, so I sat in there for, they dropped the estimate, and they're like, well, it's like buying a car. They're like, we'll be back. You let us know. And I'm like, uh. so I call Hannah. She goes, I don't know what to do. I go, I go. She go into their financing guy. I go, what do we do? What do we do? And I said, well, is there like a down payment? They go, no, you owe the, the high estimate. And if we don't hit that number... We'll give you back some. I go, oh, totally. So that that little dude's in there, little. He's in there for 48. He's got a two-day hospital stay. And uh, we are six grand lighter. And uh, he's coming home, hopefully, in a couple days. And, and they can clear everything. But it is a weird... And I, I, Look, we always say, hey, man, if you have a problem with something, what's your solution? 
guys, I don't know a better way to handle it. Like, I'm going to complain about the system and how it works, but I, what is a better way to handle something like that? That's just what they do. Hey, this is what it's going to cost. Let us know if you want to go ahead. And I said, so the other option is we take him home. He's in massive suffering, and he might just be dead one day, or you guys put him down now. I'm not going to put my cat down for a UTI. Right? Like, How old is the cat? Like eight. How I mean, long cats do cats live? For live? 20 years. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so I. I mean, that's all part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. If he's how 25, our, I'm like, ah. How old is our pet? What's the life expectancy? How many more years do we expect to get out of said pet if we do spend this money? Because if you're just extending the life by a couple of months. For you. <sighs> dude, that's such a tough It's so hard, conversation. Mm. You, you've got an older dog. Oh, yeah. We have, we have three dogs. One of them, we don't even know. He's like 17. And trust me, a $6,000 bill. That ain't happening. We would have. It would have been time to say goodbye. Uh, my my dog, Daphne, she had to go to the vet a couple months ago. She's seven, almost eight, so still has plenty of time left. And we had to go through the same thing. It was like nine hours of a phone call every hour. Hey, we tested for this, this, and this. Couldn't find anything. We're still unsure. We're going to have to test for this, 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 and this. Do we have your permission? And I'm just hearing cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. Yeah, it's $250 each test. No, I'm getting they no They can't estimates. tell the vet what, you know, does this hurt? Does this hurt? That's, the, mean, worst that's the worst part. There's no communication, right. obviously. When so. my dog stopped eating, you're like, okay, now it's absolutely time to go to the vet. But you don't know what's going on. And I was getting no estimates throughout the entire process. And I'm sitting there like, okay, call us back then. Let us know what you find. And we hang up. And I turn to my wife and I just go, at some point, like, do we need to start considering what our number is? I, I have because if they tell us it's twenty five thousand dollars, that's sorry, buddy. That's not happening. I love you, and I gave you a great life. And let's you just say, Orange Clad's l- lucky that he's your cat and not mine. Ben, you would have, but you would have walked out of there with him, in a, <laughs> with him in a sack, right? Colonel budgets. You would have walked would, out of there with him in a sack. Okay, would, well, we the understand, cost we understand your decision, ratio sir. Uh, here's what it costs for, you know, we have different options for cremation or however you want to handle it. No, no, I'll just, I'll do it myself. I'll take yeah. him home in a sack and I'll bury him in the backyard. I got I, an old Vons grocery bag in the bag. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to do. And th- like I said, the worst part was... The worst part was uh, somebody Heather just tweeted in. He's on he's on prescription food already. We already spend a fortune on these animals, and I'm sorry. Like I've said this before, I caught a little grief for it, but I'll say it again. When I had my kids, my pets moved down in the pecking order. They just did. I'm sorry. Like it's just it is what it is. You need to buy a little cat Peloton or something for a little extra exercise. <laughs> he needs it, actually, but I. <laughs> They moved, They did slide down in the pecking order. They did. Obviously, I have two little human beings, right, that are my kids that need to come first. And that's really what it is. But it, it's just a weird dynamic when you're sitting in that room and they drop that piece of paper. Well, in this case, three pieces of paper with detailed, uh, you know, a detailed treatment plan. And so, yeah, I go, sure, let's do it. And I walked out and I... I, I five minutes later, I'm like, what did what did we just sign up for? Now I did tell my wife, I go, look, if they get him unblocked, and it happens again, that's it, buddy. So, sorry, we love you. You were a great cat, and we'll do a in memoriam for you on the radio. But 
you know, we can't be doing six grand every three months or something. You know, who, who can afford that? So it's, it's, and I don't know what the right number is. I don't, I know that that feels expensive. It feels expensive to me, but what's the right number? I, I didn't think it was going to be 500 bucks, but I didn't think, I thought it would be somewhere between maybe, maybe 1500 yeah, 15, to three grand yeah, at max. Uh, ours was like 1600 and yeah. that was like, Given all the phone calls and all the testing, that was actually right about where I thought it was going to be. You feel like you got off lightly, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, so. it sucks, but like, I hope it's, he's okay. So, just in this weekend alone, you had a birthday party for your two year old, you had your parents in town, you went to Dia de los Deftones, yes. you played a couple of rounds of golf, yeah. you had a vet emergency session. I'm exhausted. Doesn't sound like much of a, a weekend, actually. I'm exhausted. You ready to get back to some work? I'm now? ready to work and work so hard. All right, let's today. get let's get to work. We got a lot to get to actually as we start the week, wrap up a World Series for the Houston Astros. Fine. Probably fine. probably deserved it. It's fine. Oh yeah. They did. It's fine. They earned it. Weekend of uh football, college and pro college basketball season begins tonight. Very uh, highly anticipated season for the 19th-ranked Aztecs gets underway at Viejas Arena. we got a lot to get to. Uh, guest-wise, Jesse Rogers, uh, one of our favorite baseball guys, is going to help us wrap it all up and get us set for the upcoming offseason uh, for the San Diego Padres and beyond. He's going to be with us at 835 on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Paulie, this, yes. does this song come up randomly? Just got paid. Yeah. This is my vet right now singing to me and my family. I mean, will you be mad if you like pull up next to the vet in their vet <laughs> Corvette? Thanks for the uh, <laughs> thanks for the six grand, buddy. <laughs> so good. This uh, segment of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senor Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from three to six. Hashtag Eat Grubbies at eatgrubbies.com. No, he's the orange cat lives on. He's still here, and Ben and Woods lives on. Come back uh, with our daily ditty. Who gets to pick the theme this week? Or no theme? Listener it was Brian. A listener. Oh, we had a win last week. Yep. That's right. So nothing to start the week. We'll just find out what Brian picked and move on from I there. Think we'll all, we're all going to like this one. Oh, good. I like that. Uh, we'll start with a check of traffic, though, as the sun comes up on a post-fallback Monday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast oh brian you did it. Have you seen a soul bad and pretty movie with a style and ease? And I feel from across the room. Yes, it's love in the third degree. Ooh, baby, baby. Won't you turn your head my way? song maybe that makes me feel better than any other song and had i heard this leaving the vet yesterday i would have been in a much better mood it's got to come up organically though it has to be on the radio and you're like ooh, god what a pick dance tonight away van halen there a is chance. a um there is a phenomenon where when a song comes on randomly it's more exciting than if you just picked it yourself and it was exactly what you wanted to hear so you can obviously nowadays Go to your Spotify yeah. or whatever and just pick whatever you want to listen to at any moment. I still will, if I'm listening to terrestrial radio in my car, if this is on and I'm pulling into the driveway, I will drive around the neighborhood so that until it gets over. Which I used to do when I was a little kid with my uncle. He'd be like, oh, let's, let's drive till we hear the end of this song. I'm like, absolutely. I mean, even when we were growing up, obviously you could pop in your cassette tape sure. and listen to what you wanted to, but there was a... 
was a process. You had to fast forward, find the right spot. It was it was work. Now it's not work at all. It's very, very easy to listen to whatever you want at any time you want. But there's yet, something about hearing it. Yet, yeah, having someone just have it picked for you and randomly come on, there's a satisfaction. Like, oh, yeah, I like this well, one. It's a good song. If you're in a band still in 2022, 2023, and you put out a song and it gets radio play... You're still excited. Like, you can hear your stuff on... We can go listen to ourselves on Spotify. Right. Right? But if I'm driving and I hear one of our promos, I'm like, oh, that's us. Like, it's still like a cool thing all these years later. The magic and power of local radio. Found right here on Ben and Wood. There's something to that, the fan. I, Yeah. I was listening to um, Howard Stern last week, and just randomly he came back from a commercial break with, I don't want to miss a thing. Yes. Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah. And that's, I like that song I a love lot. that song. But if it came on, if I was just on a playlist on my own Spotify and it came up, I might skip that. Yeah. But hearing it on the radio, like he had some comments on him, like, all right, I'm all in. I'm going to listen to this all the way through now. 100%. Exact same. Great, great pick, uh, Brian. So no theme this week. Whoever uh, has the ditty tomorrow can, can pick the theme. I will, um, I will peel back the curtain here for a second and... Uh, and say so. Paulie does a great job. He, he puts down like a rundown of our show every day. puts some notes and, and you know segments. Obviously, we got our our benchmarks like take on woods and don't do this, and we know where they come in. But throws some possible topics, and we can we change them. We kind of go back and forth. But I always appreciate that there's there's something kind of in each quarter hour, just in case we want to you know jump into a certain topic and right here i'm looking at 620 and his thoughts on the nfl weekend which is good just start out with uh yesterday's game some things that that happened yesterday but i see that paulie wrote is aaron rodgers over the hill right here it's a valid question very valid it's like the number one but topic yeah. in sports right now he won the mvp last year two how, in a row how back you, to back how do you go from mvp to over the hill now i watched the end of that game yesterday i mean i literally i pulled up espn not the nfl tab the head pay or you know home page on espn should the packers sit aaron Rodgers? how hot is frank reich seat i don't know that aaron Rodgers completely forgot to pl- how to play football it looked or- like it physically deteriorated in the last oh i don't know eight months to the point that he went from mvp to guy whose team has lost five in a row and is the problem in green bay i will say though that at the end of that game they had a chance to win it they were down six had the ball and were driving for a potential winning touchdown i mean his offensive line didn't protect him at all every throw though was like back foot blob like falling away to nobody i mean every single throw looked like panicked i've got no one to throw to there's nothing there is it his receivers it is his offensive line i don't know what the problem is but that team i mean it doesn't look like they're close to figuring anything out they look like they're done like the packers are completely done they lost five in a row and to some really 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 middling teams ben especially i mean look no offense to the three lions fans that are out there listening this morning on ben and woods the lions are not a good football team and that's a team uh, that you even if you're not at your best and your O-line doesn't play its best and your receivers don't play their best, you have Aaron Rodgers. You should win that football game. Uh, and I know the, the old saying of any given Sunday, but, man, five in a row. And I was thinking about it driving in this morning, and I, I still think about how sad we all are here in San Diego with the Padres you know, going down. And I thought to myself, is there a worse place to be right now when the football team's bad than Green Bay, Wisconsin? Because I look out the window and I go, well, it's still going to be a beautiful day here. Got good stuff on the horizon here in San Diego. That's all they got. That's it. In Green Bay, they got that. 
It's Packers. wild, man. That's I'm, it. I'm looking on ESPN. They do QBR. Yeah. Is there rating system for quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is 27th out of 32. That is banana. Like, who's below him? Sam Ellinger and and I mean what what's the company he's, at, he's keeping? He's at 36.3. Kenny Pickett is just above him. And then below Aaron Rodgers is Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, <laughs> Davis Mills, Mac Jones and Baker Mayfield. I mean Baker Mayfield dead last. Too. And where's Geno Smith? Like first? Geno Smith is fourth, fourth the in the wow. league. He's like Tua, a legit MVP candidate now. Top 5 is two Tua, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Geno Smith, Lamar Jackson. Seahawks won again yesterday. Uh, last night, the Chiefs pulled off. I didn't think they were going to do it. I, the Titans are one of those teams that just kind of seems to have their number just a little bit. But um, Patrick Mahomes just decided they weren't going to lose that game. Down eight in the fourth quarter. Touchdown, two-point conversion. What did we call that last week? Remember when you get the, both the touchdown oh, and the two-point conversion yourself? He ran for them both. Eight points is an an octopus, an octopus, an octopus for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and uh, they ended up winning that game in overtime, so they they stayed in first place in the AFC West. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Eagles are still undefeated. They won last Thursday. Obviously, there were some surprises though. Uh, I thought Tom Brady and the Bucks pulling out the win over the Rams was huge. That was. While both teams were under 500, that felt like a crucial game. That was some like, awful. One team was going to kind of save their season, and the other was going to be in a lot of trouble. And now it looks like the Rams are in a lot of trouble, uh, especially since the Seahawks keep winning in that division. They can't beat the 49ers. Don't, doesn't look like the Rams are, are a playoff team. Certainly not a, a contender to defend their Super Bowl title this year. So yeah, I thought it was one of the more interesting ending up weeks in the NFL yesterday. Not good for gamblers, buddy. Not no. good for gamblers at all. I mean, there are those guys out there like, no, I'm going to play. I'm going to play Jets oh, over the Bills. Jets over the Bills. I you mean, see that, that coming. That had to have killed people's parlays, people's survivor pools, your straight up bets. I actually did not bet that game. I did not bet that one, but uh, the Packers got me yesterday. Vikings keep pulling off close wins. They won six in a row. They're all by a touchdown or less. They are now up five games in the loss column in their division. Every other team has six losses. Packers, Bears, Lions. They only have one loss, but their schedule gets a lot tougher coming up. They got the Bills next week. That's a that's a marquee game coming uh, up. Vikings Bills. You got the Bills with Josh Allen. That's very, very mad and upset with himself. His quotes after the game yesterday were: "Everything you want from your franchise quarterback. Tough to win in this league when your quarterback plays like s." Figure out the Bengals for me. I mean, I know the Panthers are bad, but all of a sudden, Joe Mixon five touchdowns. They score forty two points. They seem like you have no idea which pa- Bengals team is yep. going to show up each week. Uh, the Dolphins pulled out a thirty five thirty two win over the Bears. It was actually a pretty good Sunday. It was. In the NFL yesterday. It was. All right, we'll come back. Uh, We'll get into some World Series talk. And I've got the odds. Now that 2022 is over, I got your World Series odds for 2023. Normally, as a Padres fan, didn't ever interest me that much. Oh, that's 75 to 1. Yeah, with uh, the Mariners and the the Royals. But now you kind of look and see, okay, what do people think of the Padres' chances to win it all next year now the 2022 is over so we'll wrap up the world series and i uh, give you some thoughts on the padres chances in 2023 that is coming up next ben woods on a monday morning on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Alvarado's 2-1. And Alvarez belts it deep to center. It sends back Fearling. Still going back at the wall. See you later. See you later. A three-run home run for Jordan Alvarez. And the Astros go up three to one. What a shot. Mancini playing behind the runner at first. He goes, and the pitch is lifted to right by Cassianos. Long run for Tucker over toward the line and foul territory. Makes the catch, and the Houston Astros do it again. 2022 World Series champion. Had this happened years ago, I might not even be here. You know what I mean? So maybe it wasn't supposed to happen so that I could hopefully influence a few young men's lives and their families and, and uh, you know, a number of people in the country through showing, you know, what perseverance and character you know, can do for you in the long run. I'm hoping that I gave some people the same hope that my mom and dad, you know, gave me. I just want flush Dusty Baker loving isn't Dodger loving, right? No, no. It's or giant loving or any Astro loving. All my least favorite teams Dusty's been involved with. Yet, I've always liked Dusty. Sure, I have too. And I was happy for him. Well, we said it years ago, man, when we, um, when everything went down and Hinch got fired and suspended and when they brought in Dusty Baker, I think there was a collective, a collective feeling of, oh, that's a really good call. That's a really now we had roasted Dusty a little bit because he would, in what a manager should do, he would defend those guys a lot, and it was like, hey, 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 you weren't there when all this stuff was going on, so like you got to know that fans are going to boo those guys, and you can't sit there and say fans are idiots and classless and like. You got to know that's coming, Dusty. And Norm- he, but he's done a great job. Normally, you get a cool nickname like Dusty because your your real name is kind of you know, awkward or something like Elbert Baker. Right. Oh, Dusty Baker. His real name is Johnny B. Baker. I mean, he's that is bad. He's got a ass. he's got a great name. He's got a great nickname. He chews on a toothpick, which for some reason why does he wear those gloves? Always looks cool. I have no know? idea. The rubber gloves. I looked into it. I 
think it's just like, precautionary because okay. he had like a, a bout with cancer okay. and just with COVID still being and a thing. Even he makes black rubber. I, I'm gloves thinking look of Bernie cool. Mac in Ocean's Eleven talking about his <laughs> yeah. glove routine. Yeah, the glove routine. <laughs> Maybe he likes really soft hands. <laughs> but I don't know. I was happy for Dusty, even though I, I was. wasn't necessarily happy for any of the other Houston Astros. I, I did feel like uh, there's a. They were probably the right team to win it all this year, assuming they did it you know, without cheating or anything like that. They're very talented baseball team. It's hard to watch the Astros and not like what you see from uh, Pena, Jeremy Pena, their rookie shortstop who won World Series MVP. Clearly, uh, he wasn't part of the cheating oh, scandal. God, he was like 13 yeah. when it happened. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, two for four, scored a run. Uh, the defense was phenomenal. The one that won a gold glove, Ben, hit it, hit 400. In his first World Series, Benny, his OPS was 1.023, 10 hits, 15 total bases, hit a uh, hit the go-ahead home run off Cindergard in Game 5. What an absolute stud. It's a is. reminder that while spending is important, because you have to get there and you need, you need some stars and you need talented players, and the Astros had those as well, that usually what separates the good teams from the great teams one or two homegrown stars that come out of nowhere, like a rookie of the year, gold glove shortstop, like Jeremy Pena, really separating the Houston Astros from the already cream of the crop in Major League Baseball and helping lift them to a title. Also, well, and well, how great is it too that they looked at Carlos Correa, who was entering free agency, and they go, "Now we're good, as good as he is. Oh my God, and as good of a fit as he is on that team. tough decision, I'm sure. Yes, and for them to go." No, we're good. We're going to let Pena, we're going to let this kid come in and do it. And then he's a freaking World Series MVP. Like, who does that happen to? That they, never happens to they also, um They also kind of out A.J. Prellard, A.J. Preller with their international signings. You know how critical that's been for A.J., you know, mining the Dominican Republic and Cuba and and the, the all-in they went a few years ago. Who did better than those guys? The Astros found pretty much half their pitching rotation for next to nothing. Yep. $10,000 signings, guys like Framber Valdez and Christian Javier that have all come up through their system and turned into not just, you know, decent Major League Baseball players, but playoff dominant pitchers. That was huge for Houston. You can't simply buy the title. The Mets have tried. Other teams have tried. You must be able to develop some of your own players. And it's the one, I think it's the one element that the Padres have sort of been missing still in all of this. They've done a lot of things right, but they're missing that last that last bit of sauce that the Houston Astros have put together in, in complementing you know, with their own players and the guys that they've brought in and the guys that they've kept for big money contracts. They have a really good mix, and it's the reason why they won the World Series this year. No, they were really good, and, and, and yeah, I mean, once it's over, you know, I was I was rooting for the Phillies. I really wanted to see the Phillies Me win. too, me too. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. They, they really had a great year. Nothing to hang your head about uh, at all if you're a Phillies fan, but um, at the end of the day, man, they ran out of pitching. Um, what Kyle Schwarber did, I mean, I have just become such a master. I always liked him. I always liked him. When he was coming up with the Cubs and he had that, that postseason, and then he had that injured postseason where he could barely, like, walk or something, and he was out there grinding. And now, you know, what he is for that team, what a monster year for Kyle Schwarber. I'm just a big, big fan of his. All right, let's um, – I got the one questionable decision. Rob Thompson had a really good postseason, but that last call – 
to take Zach Wheeler out. I want so, to talk about that. Walk me through it because I was at the all concert. Right, all right, we'll talk about that, and I've got the odds for the 2023 World Series. We'll get to all of that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, plus millions of podcasts for free on the Odyssey app. So, yeah, you were um, you were busy, but uh, in Game 6, the Phillies took a one nothing lead in the top of the sixth inning on that Kyle Schwarber home run off Framber Valdez. Yep. They finally, finally got to him. And they go to the bottom of the sixth inning, and the Astros get runners at first and third. I believe is it one. I believe one out. Zach Wheeler had been dealing, really looking good. He was only at seventy pitches, but they had the lefty Jordan Alvarez was coming up, and Rob Thompson went with what he had pretty much been going with all postseason aggressively used his bullpen, went to one of his high-leverage arms. What inning? Six? Sixth inning. Is that aggressive? 70 pitches. Very aggressive. Is it? To take, you know, go to the lefty-lefty matchup thinking, we have to get Alvarez yeah, out here. You have to. And Alvarado's our best chance to get Alvarez out. Now, of course, he brought him in, and Alvarez hit one that still hasn't landed to center field. I mean, an absolute monstrous home run to a part of like Minute Maid Park where people say you don't hit home runs. Kind of like the one that Schwarber hit at Petco Park to a spot yeah. people don't hit home <laughs> runs. The second deck in right field. This one was to center 450 some odd feet a three run shot and that was pretty much it for the World Series. I I totally understand matchups being aggressive but to me and and it wasn't necessarily I like the matchup of Alvarado versus Jordan Alvarez, but how is that going to play out? You have a starter who's at 70 pitches, not at 90, 70 pitches who has been dealing, can still get out of that inning, can still probably throw another inning or two at that point because he's only at 70 pitches. At least, you know, he might be able to get through seven. If you're going to Alvarez, if you're going to Alvarado in the sixth, and then right, Sir Anthony Dominguez right after that, how are you getting all the way to the end of the game. You still have to get to the end of the game and win that game. It's not like you have a six-run lead at point. Well, our- that's that's what got them there, that that aggressive style. I know, I know. And I, if I'm a Phillies fan, I did see a little bit of discourse, actually, now that you mentioned it, on the timeline about why, you know, why are you pulling Zach Wheeler? If he goes to uh, Alvarado and he gets out of that inning, yeah, it's absolutely the right call. He's such a good... Um, He's such a good pitcher. I mean, he's such a good pitcher. That's why you have him. You've done it. And it bit you. You went to the well one one too many times, and it bit you, Ben. But I, I really don't have a problem with that move. It's not like they've been letting Wheeler go out there and throw 103 pitches. They haven't. And I understand it's the last, you know, it potentially is your last game of the year. you got to empty the tank. And I feel like that's probably what he said is, now i gotta, I got to empty the tank there. we got to win that game. And the hope is you get out of it, and then you score more runs, so you do have that little cushion there at the end, and you can go to an Eflin, or you can go to a Robertson, or a Brad Hand in a pinch uh, down. You can't worry about the ninth inning when you're when you're up against it there. That's my opinion. I, I don't think Zach Wheeler, he's he, they haven't used him as a, a Justin Ver. They're not going to let him go 100 pitches. No, no and I, I agree with you. If, they were, if it was at 85, anywhere like that, it's an easy call, and it's the right call. At 70 pitches, though, feels like, for a guy who had been throwing been really, shoving. really yeah. well, I mean... Most people were saying best he had looked in the postseason. Yeah, starting you know, ninety eight right away movement. That's why that, like it's so. And easy. it's not like the first and third. They, had, I mean, it was ground ball single. It sure. wasn't. It wasn't like he was giving up. Oh, they see him now and they're hitting shot after shot. 
I, I, to me, I think it was a little, for a little the first premature. time, a little too quick of a look. I don't know. I Again, it's it's what makes that gig so easy for us after he hits the three-run homer to go, what are you doing, man? you got to leave Wheeler out there. But then if Jordan goes yak off of Wheeler, what are we saying? You have the one of the best lefties in the world in your bullpen. What are you doing? We said that about our manager here. Right? That's exactly what we said. Like, you have him. He's ready to go. Why did you leave Suarez in to face Bryce Harper when you have Josh Ader? So just uh, for comparison's sake, one year ago when the season ended and they put out the 2022 World Series odds, the Houston Astros were the second choice at 13-2 behind the L.A. Dodgers at 5-1. to You have to go down pretty much almost to the middle of the pack to find the Phillies. They were 28-1. to to win the World Series. Obviously, they didn't, but they came awfully close. So uh, once the World Series was over, and these uh, these are from Bet Online uh, numbers that came out after the uh, the series was over, 2023 odds come out, and the favorites to win the World Series in 2023, once again, are the Los Angeles Dodgers. Not quite as uh, not quite as favorite as they were last year, but close, 11 to two, as opposed to five to one. The Houston Astros, second choice again. At seven to one, Atlanta Braves are your third choice at seventeen to two. Then you have the Yankees and Blue Jays at ten to one, the Mets at twelve to one, and then at checking in at fourteen to one are both the Phillies and the Padres. So fourteen to one, the Padres tied for the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh choice as uh, as World just, Series odds for 2023. So chalky, right? Like, so chalky based on the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, it day. is. Yeah, from, from this year. Now, last year the Padres were 16-1. to 1, So, come, you know, going into 2022, right. coming off of the century collapse, they were 16-1. to 1. This time coming off of an NLCS <laughs> appearance, they're 14-1. So it's not like a huge bump up from last season and where they were. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous to put these odds out. I mean, I, I get that that's their job, and they have to do that. And you can go into your bookie or wherever you you bet and get those odds now. Those odds are going to change dramatically. Like the top, those, of course, those oh, teams absolutely. you just named. There's massive holes and questions with every single one of them, including you know the Houston Astros. Like there's, you don't know what these teams are going to look like. I, at I all. honestly think the Padres are actually one of the better prices here at fourteen to one in that. The the only team you know that's going to acquire something big is likely the Padres in that they're adding Fernando Tatis Jr. this year. You can't necessarily yeah. guarantee that about any other team. Now, I'd be surprised if the Dodgers and the Yankees didn't you know go out and, and spend something on the market, the Mets, whatever. Who's, but who's their CEO? Who's above Friedman there? Uh, Stan Caston. So did you see his comments? Did you see no. his comments in the L.A. Times over the weekend? I, I can't remember who wrote it. I'll find him. Are we looking at maybe finally a different Dodger offseason? He didn't he said if it he did the bit Ben where he says if it makes sense to spend money, we'll spend money. But we've got three guys coming up right now that we feel are the next level of, you know, the LA Dodgers and it's that Outman kid, there's a couple of more names where it's like they're probably not going to bring Justin Turner back. They're probably not going to are they getting are, 
Is that smart? Is that smart of them, or is that kind of waving not a white flag because I, they'll never wave? I a white mean, you flag made the point got... before. Had the Astros said, "Well, we got to go with Carlos Correa," yeah. and we'll trade off Jeremy Pena. How would they be feeling today if they didn't give their young guy a chance? He's now World Series MVP, and you saved hundreds of millions of dollars at the same time. Absolutely. You made the right choice. It was also the economic choice to make. So but, it's not necessarily the wrong choice isn't it weird, to go though, with your younger players. Because if, in my mind, I look at it, and Justin Turner didn't have a, a terrible year by any stretch, but he's a free agent. He's going to want some money. And are you now, the L.A. Dodgers, going... We're going to be a little smarter with our money. Is it? That's probably not what we want. We probably want them well, to go I, out and I think, the I think you guys. want to hear that your team is going to be aggressive, knowing that they're one of the richest teams in professional sports. Stan Caston. You don't you don't want to hear where well, we may be going a more economical route. It's not necessarily no. economical. But this is. I mean, it's the Dodgers. You know that they're. Look, as uh, baseball's biggest spenders may be on the precipice of something different. Very mm-hmm. interesting. All right, we'll come back. Uh, take on Woods. Talk about a, a pretty wild college football Saturday as well. Next on 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 